Hello, and welcome back to Dive In with Exo Swimmer Girl XO. I am your host, Exo Swimmer Girl XO on TikTok, Exo Swimmer Girl XO on Twitter, Exo Swimmer Girl XO underscore on Instagram, and Catherine in real life. Um, I hope everyone's had a great week. I am recording live from my new apartment with Nick. Um, if I had the ability, well, I do have the ability, but if I had the time, I guess, to add in like sound effects, I would be like, ah, like cheering and like clapping because this past month has been so long. I can't believe I'm actually here. Like it's finally setting in for me. Um, my boyfriend, Nick and I moved in together at the end of last week. Um, and all last weekend we were unpacking. We're both Tauruses. So where we live really like affects us. And so every single box that we have has been unpacked already. Um, and I finally feel like I can settle in, which is really great. For the past month, my life has been in a pretty intense period of transition. Um, I moved across the country. So I'm from Marblehead, Massachusetts. I moved across the country to California. Um, after moving out of my own place for like a place I'd lived in for a year, a little over a year, I moved back into my childhood bedroom for like a month because I wanted to be at home with my family. And then Nick came for like two weeks to help me move out. Then we moved to California in a place Nick was already living in. And we were boxing things up with like some of our friends. And then we went to Hawaii. And then we came back from Hawaii. And now we're finally here, um, which is really great. I am somebody who loves to have feel settled. I think everybody loves to feel settled, but people feel settled in different ways. And for me, having all my things in one place really helps me feel settled. So I feel like I've been doing kind of like the ADHD Olympics and I'm glad that everything is finally in one consolidated place. Um, I did go to Hawaii. I came back from Hawaii. I was recently semi, I don't even know cancel culture. Like, I guess I don't, I won't say canceled, but Someone started commenting on my TikToks and was like, I used to follow you and I just wanted to know how you feel about going to Hawaii when indigenous Hawaiian people said that they don't want people going to the um, state. Um, I went to Hawaii because my boyfriend has grown up on the West Coast and has gone to Hawaii his entire life. And I just want to like remind everybody, uh, I'm a 27 year old person. I'm one girl. And I'm not going to make everybody happy all the time. You cannot make people happy all the time. Now, I'm not using this as an excuse to like treat people poorly or, um, you know, some people, you know, I don't know. You can take anything anybody says completely out of context and spin it. I went to Hawaii because that's where my boyfriend grew up going. I grew up going out east, like islands closer to Massachusetts moving across the country was an incredibly big deal for me as somebody who loves her family like very deeply and very intensely. Anybody who knows me in real life will tell you like they never saw me making that big of a leap, I guess, because I was so happy. I came here and was welcomed with open arms by my boyfriend's friends and family and being places where he grew up and like getting to know that makes me happy. So I went to Hawaii and if it bothered you that I went, I don't give a shit. Okay. I'm going to probably go again. <laughs> she is on a roll today. I don't mean to sound ignorant. I just, 
moving's a lot and moving that far is a lot. I'm not in the same time zone as my parents. Like granted, I'm like three hours away, but it's a lot. And I'm incredibly happy that I have met Nick and I am really excited about our future together. I talk a lot on TikTok about being present and how the only, like you can't think your way, solve your way, rush your way out of feeling uncomfortable. And I need to practice what I preach right now because moving across the country as a 27 year old, excuse me, I just burped and I didn't stop it. But moving across the country at this age with the love of my life is a large adjustment. This isn't college where like I'm coming back during Christmas break and I know I'm only going to be there for a certain period of time. This feels different and it's an adjustment for me. And we're going to get to experience me practicing what I preach. Um, And I think a, a lot of people are going through adjustments in life. And just like everything comes in waves, I get to be happy, confused, and I'm not lonely, but sad all at the same time. I don't give a shit if what I do bothers you. I just have to stay true to myself. That's been like a weird um, conundrum I've been in with TikTok, honestly. Like the past month, especially in my hometown, um, I felt like everything I did was under a microscope. And granted, I'm the one with the podcast. I'm the one posting on TikTok. But this has been like an emotional time for me. Like these have been big emotional changes And I have felt like TikTok used to be a place where I could go and feel like kind of safe because I felt like the only people who saw my content were people who were like me or who were empathetic and we were all kind together. And somehow the past month, I just became too hyper aware that other people would see it. Like people would bring it up to me. They'd be like, oh, I listen to the podcast. I know. But it would be people who I don't know through podcasting. Do you know what I mean? Like it would be... It would be a person who I went to school with or a person who I know residually quoting a podcast. And I guess I'm not angry. Like I'm thankful that anyone listens really. Um, And I just, I'm from the East coast and there's a difference between, there's a lot of differences between East and West coast and the East coast. We just don't talk about things. Like we're like, like John Mulaney has his jokes about, he's like, I'm Irish. Like you keep all your feelings inside and then you die. Like we don't, discuss things or at least uh, a lot of my close friends and family don't so when residual like acquaintances are like bringing up my podcast and they've known me but aren't close to me it's like a very weird feeling and I'm not trying to get you guys to understand it I'm just saying that's kind of like why I've been weird um it's nice being out west I really love the weather it feels like the sun is up longer um and I really like like I just today I just went to a coffee shop for the morning I'm really, really liking it here and I'm feeling safer like to post stuff. So hopefully that continues. Um, But I never want to preach a false narrative online because I know how harmful those have been for me. So yeah, like moved across the country with the love of my life. And I'm also dealing with being like actively homesick sometimes. Um, You know, my boyfriend, I love him. His brother asked me, when we moved in, his, um, his, some of his family helped me and they're so kind and so sweet. And his brother was talking to me after we got like pizza and he was like, how do you like California so far? Have you had a second to take it in? And I was like, I haven't. And we both laughed. I'm like, I don't even know where I am. Like, I literally don't actively know where I am. I feel like my head's been spinning. I've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to process so much at once. And so um, I always, I try and tell you guys, um, listening to yourself listening to what your body wants and needs might mean doing things you don't think 
are going to make you feel better. You know, like uh, there's so much stuff online about when people are like, oh, if you're sad, go for a run. I'm like, well, I, that sounds like two sad things. I hate running. Go for a run if I'm sad. That sounds like punishment. For me, if I'm sad, I might watch a show. I might zone out. I might sit with Chief, my stuffed dog, who is also a puppet. Soothing yourself and listening to yourself without judgment is one of, I think, the most important practices to keep in your life if you're able to. And I just, this is practicing when I preach. Sometimes, you know, when people comment on my TikToks and they're like, this feels like a safe place in the internet, it makes me feel so happy. Um, and I want you guys, another thing I've been working on in life also is like showing all emotions because I feel like I need to be like always polite. Sometimes I can be mean. So, uh, yeah. Also, there's a lot of commentary about cancel culture. Um, I know the Oshry sisters have talked about it on um, The Morning Toast. I also know The Morning Toast has been canceled before. And this is a wildly hot take. I like them. Okay. During COVID, I would listen to them. I like hearing two sisters talk to each other. I have all female cousins. I don't have like, well, I have some male cousins. Also, when I say female and male, it sounds like I'm saying genus and species and it sounds like I'm erasing people who are non-binary and I don't mean to. I just, anyway, my cousins are girls and it found, it sounds like I'm talking to my cousins. So anyway, I remember they talked once. They talked, they talked a couple episodes, definitely seasons ago. They said how cancel culture really just affects women. Like we will allow like violent men to exist in the world. We will allow people who like, who like actually beat people up to a pulp who create, who like actually cause physical crimes on other people and they won't be fully canceled. It'll be like, some people will be like, I don't like them. Like Chris Brown. Like some people are like, yeah, but his music's still great. <laughs> are you kidding? His music's still great. And then it's like, honestly, using the Oshries as an example, like the Oshries didn't deal to my understanding their their mom is involved in different types of media and came out anti and it, it was pretty her mom I think their mom works for like the equivalent of like Fox News or something and they don't have that outlet and they didn't like openly disdain their mother and people are like they're evil and I'm like this just seems like there is no barometer here and it is like wild to me um so yeah I don't know I've kept quite I find that very very fascinating like I don't want you to Google the police report about what Chris Brown did. Like it's really like very jarring and very triggering. That man is like, was on a, like a Lil Dicky song recently. Like people still like actively listen to his stuff and say like, eh. And sometimes at least when I bring it up to some people, they're like, just get over it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I like the morning toast. They're like, how dare you? And you're like, okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Like Louis CK, what he did. People are like, I still love his stand up low level like was a low level um predator i still like a stand-up i still like chris D'Elia's stand-up like people will say that stuff and then they're like the Audrey sisters didn't like disown their own mother i'm like what again this could just be i i read a lot of headlines i'm gonna be honest with you i read a ton of headlines and sometimes i do not be reading the entire articles and i think that there is an innate privilege in that and i recognize that i'm just being honest with all of you i read the headlines um and I really like, I just really like the Oshies. I think they're adorable. And seeing them online makes me feel like warm. I like watching families on TV, which sounds odd. But I like watching them when people can consent. Like I like the Kardashians actively, like putting them on, hearing them talk to one another makes me feel homey. I also don't understand that, like unnecessary hatred. People like despise them. I'm like, okay, bizarre. I just like the dynamic is 
warm to me, like having the show on when I'm lonely or sad. I used to like have the show on if I felt like homesick at school. I like it. Okay. I like going in the Oshry's Instagrams and seeing when they go away. I just, it feels warm to me. So, uh, sue me if you'd like. I like them and I'm not going to pretend to not like them because that's called being fake. Um, so yeah, sorry for that tangent. Um, what else? Um, so yeah, I moved in. There's been memes that have been going on recently, like the little miss memes. Um, think those are kind of funny. My friend Talia had a tweet, had a tweet. I sound so old. And she's like, little miss knows when a meme is over. Laughed for, I'm going to say 25 minutes. Um, I loved those books when I was little. I remember because I, they were like the first thing that felt like avatars, I guess. I used to love getting like little miss talkative, like the book. I felt like whatever. People keep pulling it out and it's, it's getting a little much. Okay. In my opinion, it's becoming a teeny tiny itty bitty bit much. Also because I saw one account and it's so interesting with the internet. Like someone created this, then everyone else is doing their own memes. And then it's like, does the creator get any credit? I don't know. Also, to be honest, like it's little miss and little mister and the creator had little and then X and they had um, gender neutral versions, which I found was really warm. And I didn't see as much of those as I'd like to have seen. Um, but I digress. Um, what else is up? <laughs> I probably should have come on here with something to say. Oh, so I'm moving in with my, I moved in with my boyfriend. I've lived with someone before pre TikTok. Uh, I lived with an ex. I ended the relationship with the ex. I was the one who ended the relationship. I initiated the breakup. I dealt with moving out because he could not logistically do that. So I did everything and it was exhaustive and it was so tiring. Um, and I swore to myself that I'd l never live with like a boyfriend again. Like I would never do that. I just felt so burned. And I, I think the biggest thing is when I live with my ex, I didn't feel like I could be myself. Like living with my ex felt like living with a really like suffocating roommate. At some point, both of us just didn't like one another and like we're living separate lives. But just due to like me trying to be polite, I like allowed I like didn't ever watch TV and it was just like a lot of, it was a really dark time in my life. I felt numb most days. Um, I felt trapped. I felt like bad. Honestly, I got in that relationship because I felt bad and that's not a great thing to say, but it's something I did. And then in my, and then in the relationship, I was like, maybe this is ADHD. Maybe this is what life is. And my ADHD is doing this and I'm, I should just be here even though I'm not happy it was really hard for me to leave and I'm incredibly proud of myself for leaving. I'm recognizing when I moved in with Nick that I didn't deal with all that stuff. So I'm dealing with it um, and trusting the difference between the two times I've moved in, which sounds, I mean, I never want to gloss over how incredible Nick is. I know without a shadow of a doubt, he's the love of my life. I don't care if you think I'm dumb for it, frankly, I don't live this life to make anyone but myself happy. And when I know something for certain, especially as somebody with ADHD, I'm really excited about it. I like to like anchor myself to certainty when I can find it. And knowing that Nick is the love of my life is something I know completely for certain. Um, it's cute seeing the differences in my life here so far. Like one of the big complaints I had about my ex um, because I feel like we always try and complain. We try and make ourselves feel better for decisions that we find difficult. And I understand it because I did it. Like my ex would play hours and hours of video games every single night and like ignore me. And so instead of feeling 
confident in the fact that I just knew in my gut the relationship wasn't right. I felt like I needed to have like evidence to end something, which is another big bone I have to pick online. There is so there are so many resources online for what to do when you were broken up with. But maybe it was just me. I felt like there was so little what to do when you are the one initiating a breakup and you hate change. How do you find yourself online as not the bad guy? I couldn't find one. I felt like the jerk. And then I felt like I had no right to be sad. And I was sad prior to the breakup, like all this stuff. And I want you guys to know if you're the one in a relationship where you feel in your gut, it is wrong and you are ending it. That is good enough. Not loving not being happy is reason not wanting to be there is reason enough to leave you are completely in your own right if you leave a situation and the only thing you know for certain is that you no longer want to be there i want you to know i am incredibly proud of you i stayed a little longer because i didn't feel like that was enough for me and that is not something i am proud of one of the things i complained about was that my ex played so many video games and like never i was just like alone a lot now, Nick plays FIFA on occasion with his friends. I have a brother and he pays like a lot of men I know play video games. I'm, I don't want to come off as a men apologist because I just am so afraid of that side of TikTok. They're absolutely terrifying to me. I don't ever want to be. I was also one of my mutuals. I think I said this on live. I was mutuals with somebody on TikTok because they were posting content about like their home that they really liked their home. And it was like a giant home. And I, I followed them way before I like had a platformer at all. And then they changed their content to do podcasting, which is like, I mean, everyone changes their content all the time. You have every right to do it. But when they changed their content, then they followed me. And so I was like, oh, we're mutual is great. And all their content was like the scariest stuff. Like it was things I was like, there's no way this is real. Like it was like, like women belong in the kitchen and like women are asking for it. And I was like, oh my God, like how did I get here? It took me so long to unmutual. I'm like the, I'm like the episode of The Office when Michael needs to fire somebody and Jim has him cosplay. He's like, why don't you fire me? And Jim's like, you're fired. And Michael's like, oh my God, I'm gonna kill myself. Like my fear of conflict was that high and still is obviously. It took me a while to unmutual that person. I thought they'd be mad at me. And why do I care if someone is mad at me? Like, Another person who used to be my mutual, who actually unmutualed me, which is very funny, um, like Frankie says or whatever, this girl on TikTok, I remember one of the things she posted um, was, she was like, if it's between disappointing myself or disappointing somebody else, you should always pick somebody else over yourself. And I was like, that's great content. Anyhow. So I did that. Oh, I ended the relationship, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, ranting really fast for this because as you know, I don't make edits and I don't always listen to these, mainly for my own mental health and well-being. And so sometimes I forget if I've told you all something. And as we get on a more normal routine, I don't think I'll forget as much, but um, y'all know. So Nick like plays FIFA occasionally. And last night we were hanging out and he was playing it and he was like, do you want to sit with me? And I know it sounds like stupid and dumb. And I also want to digress that I will not share like my relationship with Nick is filled with so much love. Anything I share online about him is for the version of me that was told by someone that this stuff didn't exist. I spend a lot of time with him and I am not going to, I'm trying my hardest to not exploit personal moments. Like that feels really weird to me. I have like an Aries Venus in the 12th house. Love to me, before I talk about something, I've already processed it a lot, especially when it comes to love. But we sat and I was like, I just love him so much. I'm like it wasn't the video games, it was the person. Another thing, wow, I have so many points. Another thing I want to talk about is I've gotten some comments on TikTok. I need to stop reading them. Where someone's like, you talk a lot about your exes. Like, I'd be really careful, uh, careful if I were you. Like, karma's going to come get you. And I'm like, 
Okay. And they're like, you talk a big game about your loves of your life that aren't your current one. Like, you're not over him. Taylor Swift said in an interview once, they were like, are you, somebody asked, are you ever nervous about someone that you dated listening to a song you wrote about them? This is prior to her lover era, prior to Invisible String being written. And she was like, if I've already written a song about you, we're over in my head. And I want you all to know, other than Nick, if I have spoken about somebody, it is because I have absolutely no romantic feelings towards them in any capacity. The reason I am like, even with sharing Nick, anything I share about Nick online is like months or weeks past. It's never in real time. He is that type of love that I have for him and with him is the most precious thing to me. And I will not ever feel comfortable posting that in real time because I don't want other people to, I, it's ours and I don't want it spread. You know, it's, it's weird. I'm also that way about my family, which it might be why I'm so sensitive to the Oshri, like Oshri, Oshri's, I feel like I'm mispronouncing their names a lot. I'm really sorry. I think there's so much that goes behind closed doors and a lot of people say that. And when they say it, I think sometimes it gets lost in translation. Most people who post online, like relationships with family, I think everybody knows are incredibly complex and deep. And some of, at least maybe if not for everyone else, for me, my most deep and fulfilling relationships are relationships in which I do not like share the intricacies of them because by sharing them it almost is like my, me saying to everyone I find this to be a templated thing I, I feel I'm do I anything I share I feel is a tiny bit performative in any capacity even as somebody with ADHD who compulsively overshares about her life like the most intimate things to me I keep very hidden and I think that of a lot of comments that people have online just I don't know. I just feel like we kind of forget that there are people who exist who aren't like not sharing stuff because they think they're better than you. They're not not share. Like I'm not not responding to like the Hawaii thing because I'm like, yeah, I hate the indigenous people of Hawaii. No, I'm not. Sh I'm not responding it to it because I respect my relationship with the people I love more than I respect like explaining myself. Is that maybe what this podcast is? This might be like a metaverse of. With ADHD, you feel the compulsion to, so many people feel the compulsion to over-explain because like you do things so fast, faster than you can explain it. And then people are like, what are you doing? Maybe my podcast is just my explanation for things, which is kind of funny. We're almost out of time. I, I have two things I want to discuss though. Um, to give you the back doors of being, I don't know if I'm a greeter, I guess, somebody with a TikTok account and a podcast. I had two calls. Recently, somebody emailed me from a talent agency um, and that was funny and cool. I emailed them and we were supposed to meet and no one got back to me. So that's that's the glory of creativeness, I guess. Um, and, okay, I've been a lot of negative. Let's be a positive. So positive. There is a listener who watches my TikTok and listens. Before I had a podcast, she watched my TikTok. Her name is Ani. And Ani was interning at Believe when they reached out to me, she discovered my account. I credit her to knowing like me enough to pitch me to have a podcast. She is adorable. I talked to her on the phone extensively. She was awesome. And the fact that she had listened to my stuff meant so much to me. Believe was a network that was still getting like we're still getting a lot of like pop culture podcasts in general. And I credit her to me being in a room there. She reached out to um, me recently because she now works for another like kind of agency and she invited me to a creator event. 
this week. I emailed her. I realized I don't actually think I can go to it. So I have to tell her that I can't because I have a pre-planned like birthday thing for one of my close friends. But um, how cool. Like that was so cool to me that she remembered me and that makes me so happy that she obviously wants to be in this industry. And then after interning, I believe got a full-time job in another company. Cool. Like I just am so proud of her and she's awesome. Also a video. I think I ended up taking it down on TikTok because I was getting some like negative um, comments and I'm 27 with a full-time job who just moved across the country and I actually don't need to hear them all. One of the positive comments was this girl, McKenna, who came up to me in Brandy Melville. I talked about her a couple podcasts before. I think maybe the last one or two before. Didn't say her name, but she commented on my TikTok and her TikTok handle has her name in it. So McKenna, I love you. You literally made my day. Um, when getting centered in a new place, maybe it's my Taurus, maybe I'm spoiled. Who knows? Shopping is something that makes me feel centered. It's not right. I used to want to lie and say it was like exercise. Like I obviously... I mean, not obviously. I do like like hot yoga and Pilates. I plan to do that. The idea of doing that in California to me is terrifying. It feels like California is where those things would be the hardest. But Brandy Melville, Starbucks and Target are franchises that I know out east. And there's something about going into them here that makes me feel kind of like settled. Going into a Brandy Melville store and having someone know me from TikTok was literally the coolest moment ever. And it made me so happy and it made me feel so cool and important. And I just, I hope I, you guys realize how important you are to me. And when I can ever hear that I'm important to you, it means so much to me. Like you guys are the best. And it was, she was so cute and I literally love her. Um, so thank you, I love you and Ani and like shout them out. I want you all to know I got a TikTok account to post and to be myself. I have no family in the entertainment industry. I have no like goals other than maintaining this community that we all love each other in. And if my TikTok stays at this level and the listeners here, we all stay at this level, I want you to know like I am so fulfilled by you. It's funny falling in love with somebody across the country who most of our relationship had to be digital other than visiting has made me fall in love with like the simple intricacies of not being connected all the time. Like the fact that we have a little community makes me so happy. I don't feel myself like aimlessly scrolling as much. I just literally mailed my mom a letter in a post office. I talked to her and FaceTime her, but I mailed her a letter. Um, it makes It makes me thankful for all the things in my life that I think I'd overlook. And so I don't I want to take this moment to tell you all that I love all of you and that this little family that we have is really important to me. Other than that, hope you could hear this because we were on the, like I'm in the loft and it's not really fully closed. We live in like a loft apartment, Nick and I. Um, I want to do apartment tour. I will. We are waiting on a bed, a dresser and nightstands and a couch. All of them are ordered and it's supposed to be coming by like the end of the summer. We currently have like a, like a makeshift. Like I got a, we got a bed from like Amazon to put together. Um, but it's not the bed that like of our dreams that we love. So I'm not going to be showing stuff until all that stuff is in, um, that isn't done. But until then, take care of one another. I love you. And I will see you next Tuesday. Bye.